Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, cats, and dogs, welcome back to the show, Life of Lucky. I am your host, Lucky, and uh, if this is your first time tuning, thank you. Hope you stick around for this episode and future episodes that are to come. Um, so, if it once again, if it's your FaceTime, let me just allow me to introduce myself. I'm Lucky. This is my podcast. It's just thoughts, thoughts and story of of my life and of the way my perspective, you know, whatever topic I decide to talk about. But we're going to pick up where we left off and went about jobs that lucky me had. And um I think we left off Best Buy. Um I think I said I bounced about. So we'll just pick it up from Best Buy, okay? So 2014, no, 13. November 2013 I started working for Best Buy. Then I had my first Black Friday. It's a little crazy. Um but that's where I realized I didn't like uh, working, interacting with people. It was just, I just found it draining. So so I started in sales or, yeah, you know, selling teas, which at first was pretty cool. But then I was like, I can't do this, man. Like, like that's because, one, having to interact, generally not the most, um, the more the, graceful, maybe. I think that sounds about right. Most graceful people to interact. So I kind of just like backed off and I was like, uh, I'll talk to you guys. Okay. Um, and then also it's like Best Buy doesn't have, com- uh, they don't work on commission. However, the, you're still required to hit certain quotas. Like, you know, have X amount of people sign up for a Best Buy credit card or have them uh, purchase uh, the Geek Squad protection or it's, um, sell accessories, you know, with whatever it is that you're selling. So if you sell a TV, you know, sell a HDMI cable or a Blu-ray, that TV. So there was no winning, honestly. Uh, so then I decided to move the warehouse. I enjoyed it. You know, it was, for the most part, I was on my own. Most shifts, I would work by myself, which I really, really liked. Um, and it was just... You know, I kind of liked it, like, I guess the OCD in me, kind of like the whole organizing things, um, making them fit type of, type of deal, yo. Uh, so after, you know, some time at that store, I, I want to move on to, to, to Geek Squad. And I did. I went to work for Geek Squad. For, what's it called? Uh, sorry, my phone. It's very, very, very. Uh, yeah, so I went to work for Geek Squad. So let me see here. I was at Best Buy for two years. And I, wa- I want to say 2008. Hold on, I think here. Dude, I don't really don't remember. At some point within those two years, I went to work for Geek Squad at a different store. And at first, I liked it. I really enjoyed it because um, I, I felt I was learning a lot in the sense that, uh, you know, I was like, oh, um, you know, learning about computers and how to fix them. Like, we actually did fix them. It's not like, I mean, I, <laughs> granted, I think it's overpriced for what we actually do just because now this is a secret. All the software, or for the most part, when I was working, this and this was 2014 or 15. I want to say, um, for the most part, there the software that Geek Squad used to clean up your uh, PC is all free. Like it's you can literally download those products online. Uh, so, but don't. I mean, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, if uh, if you want them, hit me up. Uh, yeah, but we actually did do things to fix them. Um, and so I was working at this Geek Squad in a different store. And like I said, at first I enjoyed it, you know. Uh, I got to wear a tie, clip-on tie, but I got to wear a tie, white socks, with black shoes, black pants. You know, it was nice. Um, I looked like a Jehovah Witness or a Mormon. But after some time, one, I wasn't getting enough hours um, to work there or, or to, you know, 
for me to be happy with um, the job. And two, once again, I hated, hated you. Um, just clients, because I mean, because if you're coming to Geek Squad, it's because they have a problem, right? And they're expecting you to fix it. And when you tell them you can't fix it for X, Y, and Z, they get pissy at you. You know, like they get really, like for the most part, like um, it was a, uh, it was a nightmare working working there. Like I don't know how some people do it. Like I, I honestly did not have the patience because I was gonna. There was many, many times where I was gonna my shit on these. Like it's like yeah. I was like, okay, I got to get out of here, man. Like, one, I'm not getting enough hours. And two, I'm like, I would get stressed just thinking about stress or anxious of, you know, going to work and like just thinking, okay, what bullshit am I going to have to put up with? And that's not good. You know, I don't, you don't need that in your life. I don't need it. I didn't need that in my life at the time either. You know, like I wasn't trying to make geeks out of goddamn career. Like, my end goal was to be in the military. Um, so I, I saw there was an opening in warehouse at the store that I know the new store. I saw there was an opening um, for warehouse again. So I put in an application, got internally hired and went to went back to warehouse where um, I was making good money again because I got, you know, I kept my bump in pay due to um, Geek Squad. And then uh, after that, I uh, thought here. Kept my bump and pay and was getting a stupid amount of hours um, at Best Buy. So I was making pretty decent money. And all this, you know, all this time I was in school as well. I was in a college. Um, but we'll tackle that in, a, in another episode because this is still Lucky's chat. So I stuck with Best Buy up until the end of 2015. Um, December, like around either the summer or like October. Yeah, it's, I'd say more like the summer of... Um, of 2015 like i or yeah i'd say around there i i already knew i wanted to join the military but for you know x y and z i couldn't um at the time so one it was uh, i couldn't join because one i had braces and two yeah it's fucking stupid i know that's what you're thinking and two um the the orthodontist i had was very very old school like he i was like hey man um so i'm trying to join the military uh and i can't you're like, I, like I, you're hindering my process because you won't tell me a day, like a rough estimate, like if, like of when my braces will be off. Like um, you could just say November of 2015 and just write a letter, sign it saying, but he wouldn't, he would refuse to. And it, it just ruined everything. Um, so I was just like in school and working in school and working and working out um, pretty pretty religiously like that's when i took working out serious man like i was swimming running and um working or lifting yeah but at that point it was more i was more focused uh just running and swimming i wasn't doing a lot of lifting i wasn't doing like i didn't get into lifting army after like once i was in once i was at my duty station i started but talk about that so um yeah so but up until up until then i want to say around october or september maybe even November of uh, 2015, I got another job. Um, so I was working at Best Buy and at this other full-time job um, it, it, at an aggregate company, and I worked in the lab. So for that, I was... Uh, so the aggregate company, it was like, it, it deals with like, you know, concrete. So and to make concrete, you know, they have their own, you know, little mix, but they also throw in sand, gravel, different type different type of stones depending on what it is exactly the project entails like it's it's 
I think it's civil engineers that figure all that stuff out, like the the mix, you know, of of what it is that they need for said project. And it was my job to go to the different uh, mining sites because we would have mines set up throughout Maryland, Virginia, and I want to say Delaware, um, but I'm not entirely sure. And DC, but for the most part, I would bounce around those three places um, at different months. And it, I would go to these mines, pick up like a bucket full of um, of samples uh, of you know the sand that was coming out that was being the gravel, the stones, rocks, whatever. And, and then I would take them back to um, our lab, and I would run different tests on them. I'm trying to remember exactly uh, all the tests were. I, th- I know some of it was. Um, like sifting through through the uh, through the, the the samples, um, sifting is like there are different levels of uh, like a fuck. What do you call them? The colanders. So it's like just mesh screens, and each one varied in um, fuck with the word. Damn it. So these mesh screens would be different sizes, and it would, and they would just be stacked on top of each other. So it'd be like a pyramid in a way, where uh, you know the really coarse material would stay on top and then the very very fine material to like the point where it's dust would be at the very 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 bottom and i did that with you know multiple um products and so it was like oh yeah we would also dry them as you'd actually have to put them in an oven uh dry it out and test them and that uh do just like i said same thing with the rocks uh there was another test we did like so we had these concrete samples i guess it was like different mixes that we you know test and we'd have to put them in a like i guess a I've seen the the um I've seen a lot of videos of this pressure something. We just put it under a lot of pressure and see when it would crack and how it would crack. And then we'd record the data and just submit it to higher up. Uh, but it was just, you know, this this cylinder of concrete, this sample of concrete has, was serialized. This is what it cracked under. Yeah. So we would we would do those for a couple. That was a daily thing too, because we had a lot, a lot of samples. What's it called? Then we would also have to make those samples, like those same little cylinder, concrete cylinders. We'd have to make them with, you know, new concrete that we know just to see where it's at. We, what was it? Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but we we were just testing different con- cylinders. And honestly, that was a pretty good gig because one, the manager told me, he was like, hey, man, I got really, I, I don't really care when you show up. Just, um, just work, you know, your eight hours. You're good. I was like, All right, dude. Dope. Um, so... Yeah, that was pretty legit because I kind of, you know, some days I showed up like at six in the morning, other days like at nine. It was, it all, you know, it was all up to me as long as I worked the eight hours and got it to do done. So that was pretty, uh, and I worked by myself. I would maybe see like my boss once, once a week, you know, if that, and then, you know, like some, some, uh, the drivers or other guys that were also running tests on, on these, uh, samples or whatever it is like they were doing other things um they would also uh you know stop by the lot. but dude i'm telling you it was such a good like i really like i said i really really i was working by myself that's it um and then i want to say right or was it oh right around december december i i signed my contract with the army like it was like done over put my name in the dotted line december 21st and i was like all right it's fucking happening and so i i kept working with uh with this company and Best Buy up until January of, yeah, I want to say just till the very end of like the last or second to last week. And um, I put my two weeks in and yeah, and then I kind of took like a week off just to kind of spend time with fam, bam and friends before I left 
to the army. And that was, I left to the army down to South Carolina, Fort Jackson, um, in 2016, in January of 2016. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's where I've been ever since. Well, not Fort Jackson, but army-wise, that's where I've been, or job-wise, that's where I've stuck with. And I feel like Army 1 has been a good thing just because I was bouncing around a lot between jobs. I'm happy. And now, you know, I'm satisfied. Um, and, and two, um, I, I was just not happy where I was. In turn, and I don't think I was in a bad place to be in as a, like, 20-year-old. Like, working at Best Buy make okay money uh, and going to school as well. But we'll talk about that at some other point. Um, so now, so lucky. I have a question. What, what, what's your job in the army? Okay. So, uh, I joined, you know, like I said, in the army in 2016. Uh, I signed my contract with 13 Fox. Oh, lucky. What's a 13 Fox? Um, so a 13 Fox, I think now they call it a joint observer or whatever. Like they've, they've changed, like at the time when I joined, it was like fire support specialist. Um, no, it's not a fireman. And, uh, but I think now just due to the, how they've changed up some of the things and they're just calling, um, the joint fire observers, I think. Let me double check. I'll Google it right now. See what it is that they're a joint fire support specialist. There you go. I'll read the description to you. Um, like here. Uh, so job duties. Yeah. Joint fire. Um, it's, it's primarily responsible for the intelligence activities of the Army's field artillery job duties set and operate communication systems and code and decode messages, assist in preparation of su- fire support plans, coordinates coordinates and targets, operate laser range finders and target devices, determine target location using computers or manual calculation. Um, this is actually very pretty accurate and hands-on for the most part. Um, I do and have done all those things I just read. So... Army, um, so I was, so that's what I signed my contract as. I went down to Fort Jackson, South Carolina for basic combat training. And look, I don't know if it was just the type of person I, I was or am, but I honestly expected the training to be more in your face, you know, a lot more tough, more stressful. Don't get me wrong. Like, sure, it was difficult, but, um, it wasn't like, oh my god, you know, I mean, I'm sure for some people it might have been. For me, I was just like, this is it? That's it? I mean, like, I I, I thought it was going to be bad, and honestly, it wasn't, but, it, and I think one part of it, too, it's like a little too political now, to where, um, uh, I don't know if they're, if they're changing it or not, but it's where, you know, the, I feel like a lot of the drill sergeants, um, the drill sergeants are the guys that you see in the movies, like, uh, that yell and are all in your face with a funny flat hat. Um, so I honestly thought it was going to be more in your face, like screaming and all, like I said, all up in your face. And I mean, there's no real, there is some of that, a lot of it. And like I said, I think part of the reason has to do with um, the drill sergeants I felt were a little, so I guess, restricted on what they could and couldn't do. You know, um, they couldn't say certain words. They couldn't uh, sing certain or call certain cadences. It's it's the song cadence for those who don't know is um the songs that are sung when you, when we're marching you know they're your left oh left oh hey right hey and then they start singing a song the you know in, but while marking time with your foot so we did that and it just wasn't like I said it was that interesting but I just found it a little odd whatever and another thing too like I mean like I said I'm just too the type of person I am just 
I didn't really make lifelong friends. Oh my god, we went to the basic three. Oh, we did this so tough for a couple of reasons. One, I was literally like the only um, the only person that had the same like my MOS. I think there were two other people with my MOS in the company I was in. Um, and oh, MOS, by the way, is your job. It's a military occupation. No specialty what it stands for. Um, different branches have different names for it, but let me use this MOS. So it's like just your shit or the contract you signed um and like i said i i was like i only knew two other people that had that same most as me and i think our, our company had a roughly let me think i want to say about uh 140 something people roughly so out of two you know out of what two people or out of 140 let's bump it up to 150 or three people had the same most as me yeah so it's like i said best friend with these guys uh till the death you know not at all, you know. I uh, I'm the type of person that it's very hard for me to let you into my circle. Difficult. If you do happen to find yourself in my circle, best believe I will be best believe. Um. So that that was uh from what January up in 2000. Yeah, January, the very end of January up in like April, I want to say. And then yeah, April or March. I don't. Pretty sure it was April. After that, I ended up going to Oklahoma. Advanced Individual Training. That's where you learn how to do specific MOS job. And Oklahoma was actually was a little bit more, uh, I thought it was a little bit more challenging, but I also enjoyed it more because I felt I had people with a similar mindset. And, and I think it's kind of obvious just because it's the same people doing the same, you know, we're all going to do the same job across the army. Like some things would change for the most part, not too much. And I think there was about two, that was about two and a half months roughly. Um, like I said, it was really a good time. Most part, I enjoyed it. And once, once all that was done, I got stationed in New York, where I find myself now. And in the last four years in the Army, I've gone through a couple of promotions, and through overall, it's it's been a good time. I do not regret my decision at all. You know, there's been tough times. Again, um, but I think you can either do one of two things: the uh, you can mope and blame others and point the finger on other things like such as the organization itself and, and don't get me wrong like this the organization itself does have flaws you know but it's it, it's, it's some things are just out of control um and you can't really use it as a scapegoat to like blame it for all your problems i i feel like that i run into that oh, fuck the army blah blah blah, blah. um because you do give up certain rights that's one. That's something you'd give up a good amount of rights for. For this, and a lot of uh, you give up a lot of life, honestly. Um, for it, like I, I, I'm only gonna speak for myself here, but um, and that's part of the reason. Like I said, I do enjoy it, but I slowly finishing finishing up the chapter on that is the army part of my life. Um, like I said, just because it puts a lot of um holds on on other aspects of life, and another reason for that, I I'm also planning and closing this um chat because i don't like living in i mean right now it's great you know with the whole coronavirus and social isolation going for the most part don't being far from major city i i rather like I, the suburbs would be cool but i'd like to be close to a major city like just growing up about 15 minutes from dc i could grew up in the suburbs but it was like the city was minutes away and you know if we wanted to go to baltimore that would maybe 45 minutes sometimes it's just having that option or that availability to a city and right now where i'm at why i'm so burpy um right now where i'm at the closest quote-unquote city is like an hour away um which is it's not even like it's not even 
any better than like where I'm at now, honestly. Then I you know, could go to Canada, go to Toronto, which is three hours, like a mini city. But nah, you know, they're just like I, like I said, I'd rather just finish up the contract and move on with it. I'm glad I did it. Don't regret it at all. You know, it's it's. I think it's it's allowed me to. Like I think everybody should at least try it. Or, I mean, just, just once. You know? Um, once. You know, just consider it. Think about. It. You know, no, this is not a recruit. No, I don't think. Actually, let me take that back. I don't think everyone should try it. But if you're trying to join, you should really, really, really think about what you're going into. You know. But I think it's 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 introduced me to a lot. I've become. I've always been pretty independent, but leaving at 20, you know, I really like had to like button down, you know, button down my not button up, like really um pull my pants up and fasten my belt, you know, and take and do shit. Um, but we'll continue talking about the military um next episode. I want to thank you all for listening. Um, I'm working on putting this podcast on all streaming services like podcast streaming. So you like your Google Play, iTunes. I mean, I am on. Actually, I'm on all services. I just haven't made the links yet for um on the site. But I am on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Just uh, search up Life of Heat with Two Lines. Send me a DM on Instagrams. Any questions or email me at vida de lucky. That's V I D A D E lucky. L-U-C-K-Y-Y at gmail.com. I want to thank you all for listening, and I'll catch you next episode.